I love all things skin and rejuvenation. I love to help the client figure out what to do at home and also what to do in clinic. I also love to teach the fellow aesthetic doctor, aesthetic nurse, and med spa owner how to do what I do as well. If you are an aesthetic practitioner, clinic owner, head on over to buildingyourbeautybrand.com where I have a free training, register for it, and you can also hop on a call with myself and a colleague and we can help support you in your quest to supporting others achieve and receive powerful rejuvenation outcomes. Again, if you are an aesthetic practitioner or med spa owner, head on over to buildingyourbeautybrand.com and I look forward to guiding you in helping you achieve and receive powerful rejuvenation outcomes for your patients in your clinic. Enjoy today's episode right here on the School of Radiance podcast. Welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm your host. And if you're new to the show here, warm welcome. We talk about all things body, mind, spirit, energy to bring forth a higher level of radiance and beauty. Okay. This week, I learned something that I am going to be personally investigating pretty, pretty hard this week. And that is a skincare ingredient. So if you follow Big P and all that, there are always things that come to light about certain ingredients in certain things that are used in manufacturing processes all over the place. And it came to my attention that there is a very popular peptide in the medical grade skincare community that may have a very questionable source something that's harvested from an organ from an animal. And I'm not going to go into the exact details, but it is something that is going to be leading to a lot of emails (laughs) to, to the companies that I work with. Now I did an inventory of the various different skincare products that I work with, and it's about 75 products worth about 75 SKUs in the 13 brands that I work with. And there were five products out of the 75 that had this particular peptide. And this ingredient is actually a peptide. And it was hailed, I think I first heard about it maybe nine years ago. And it was very popular. It was in all the latest medical grade practitioner, over-the-counter skincare products as being this like hero peptide agent. And Only now has it come across my path that it may be from a questionable source and also being used in something that I don't really care too much for. So I literally just went through every single product that I sell and did an inventory of every single ingredient in every single product I sell. Now, Do a lot of aesthetic practitioners actually take the time to do this? No, no. It just like, it does not happen that someone's gonna go through their clinic inventory, their skincare inventory, and like literally scour for one particular ingredient. 
because unfortunately a lot of aesthetic providers put a lot of trust in the companies and the manufacturers of the products that they sell. There's also one particular brand that I've kind of been keeping my eye on and they do use a couple of ingredients that I'm not a huge fan of. So I am gonna be reaching out to them for specifics. So for the purpose of this episode, I'm not going to be naming brand names and all of that because that's not really my style, just like the celebrity plastic surgery videos. I don't like to put specific people or brands down publicly, but I will be reporting back and that is 100 million percent true because there's five products that I found that I work with that have this particular peptide and I'm definitely going to be doing some further investigation on how it's harvested or if it's synthesized instead of harvesting. I'm also going to be looking into the source of this particular peptide because there can be some questions around ethics and sustainability for ocean life so this is stuff that I really care about. And that's why you tune into the show here because you know that I do the heavy lifting behind the scenes and, you know, being in the process of creating my own skincare line, this takes years and years of research to do because I'm not doing the easy white label, private label route. I will literally be handcrafting this. And I'm really happy that when it comes to skincare ingredients and skincare toxins, I understand a lot of this because I have a background in Gen Chem Organic Chem and Biochem. So one thing I wanted to mention from this epiphany, literally I just heard about this yesterday, is to watch Big P because it influences Big C. And by Big C, I mean, I mean Big Cosmo the cosmeceutical industry. And if you've listened to previous episodes, I've come across ingredients like tin, um, nitrates, BPA, in like really readily accessible over-the-counter products that actually a lot of kids and young women are using. And we have to be very careful that what we're putting on or in our body is not making us sick and is not leading to our toxic bucket load. So the good thing is, I will be confirming with these companies if it's something I need to worry about. I'm I'm going to be asking about the source where where they're getting this particular peptide. And in the biohacking space, peptides have exploded. A lot of people are actually, you know, self-injecting their own peptides at home. This has become super popular in the biohacking space. I can think of a peptide like BPC-157. That's a really popular one. Melanotan is another very popular peptide that people are um, applying to themselves at home. Now, this is not medical advice. This is educational information only. And if you think you have a medical condition, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician. And before making any lifestyle modifications, you also should seek the guidance of a licensed physician. So the good thing is I can return these products if I'm not satisfied with the source or if it's synthesized. But the bad news is I might be overreacting. And this is something that I tend to do in aspects of my life. But that is because I'm super conservative and I don't trust a lot of what I see. I was actually talking to my mom and, you know, I'm sorry, mom, but you basically trust everything you see on the news. <laughs> I love you. And you're probably going to listen to this. And you know, we have this conversation and I'm really skeptical about everything. And my husband's super skeptical too. And skepticism can actually be a sign of intelligence. Now, 
sure it's a fine line between paranoia and things like that. But when I have your trust, when you are giving me your trust to help be your skin and rejuvenation guide, I don't take that trust lightly. And that's why you're here on the show. So I could be overreacting, yes, but you know, it's a good practice to just go through ingredients and all of that, and literally everything that I work with, because as you know, I've performed over 200 interviews here on the show, and I've learned a ton from fellow practitioners who are functional providers, that have taught me so much because in certain industries like the big C, the rejuvenation space, it's really easy for practitioners to get brainwashed to some degree and not take ownership of the recommendations for products and treatments that they're giving. So do aesthetic providers care about this, what I'm talking about? And I'm sure in a future episode, I will actually talk about specifically what peptide I'm, I'm, uh, skirting around here, but I don't want to say anything that is untrue, but this is just like my process of, okay, hear about something. I'm going to see which products I have that potentially have it. Okay. There's five out of 75. And now what I do is I reach out to the company, the formulators, ask them about the source of this particular peptide, but do other aesthetic providers do this? Probably not. Probably not, but there are some that do. And if you're tuning into the show here and you are an aesthetic provider, I would love to mentor you. So send me an email, info at rachelvargadossier, because I have a whole rejuvenation training platform side of what I do. And it's really my aim to not only help the client, you tuning in here for the latest skin and rejuvenation insights to slower aging, but also for the future generation of holistic aesthetic practitioners. So I service both the client and the clinician, which is really fun. So I kind of, I'm, I'm very aware of sort of both worlds, if you will. And I love kind of going on deep dives in each world and then kind of reporting back here on the show. So do aesthetic practitioners care about this? Sure. But do they actually understand how to find out about alerts or notifications on certain ingredients? Probably not, unless they have their fingers on the pulse in the functional space and also in the big P space, the big C space and all of that. So would the chemists know if this particular peptide is ethically sourced or is it synthesized? Yeah, they would. They would definitely know, very likely. Do they care? Maybe. But a formulation is a formulation in their mind, right? They're getting paid to make a formula. They're not getting paid to have feelings about the ingredients that they're using. It's the people that are paying them to make the formula. Those, the onus should be on them as to where they're sourcing ingredients and things like that. So there's some other things in skincare that have come across that I'm going to be doing some further investigation on as well, especially when it comes to products that lighten pigmentation. Say, for example, hydroquinone has been a very popular skin brightening product, but you have to cycle it because of the carcinogenic effects of being on it long term. And I noticed actually today that there is an ingredient in um, hydroquinone based products, which I've never really liked recommending hydroquinone based products, but they do work at actually chemically 
reducing the melanin in the skin. And if you use it short term, that's fine. Uh, but Health Canada actually allows for lower percentages on the market of, of about 2% and US allows for about 4% hydroquinone. So there are variables within the North American marketplace for safe, considered safe percentages of this active. And I think because of the active, there's something added in there that is keeping that ingredient stable. So I got some homework to do. If you think that I'm busy caring for my clients, you have no idea what I do behind the scenes to keep my finger on the pulse of, am I offering the best of the best to my clients? Do I need to make adjustments? Do I need to pivot? And actually, this is what makes my job really exciting. I love being able to nerd out and I'm just really thrilled that especially over the last little while, I have been able to come across some super clean products that are active and that are essentially made to order for me when I need them. And so if you have any questions or concerns about ingredients for any type of cleanser, moisturizer, sunscreen, scrub, antioxidant serum, at-home chemical peel, hair care products. I have about four different options for every recommendation I might make, and which is really exciting. So if we need to make adjustments seasonally, or if you just send me an email, if you need to reorder any products, info at rachelvarga.ca and say, okay, I need a new moisturizer. What's the cleanest of the cleanest right now that you're loving? Because I do have some really lovely recommendations that are literally ultra clean. I tend to attract a very discerning clientele, probably because I'm ultra, ultra discerning myself too. And I actually really love the challenge. I love almost having that mindset of sometimes unlearning programming. And if you're on the show here, you're probably part of the 10% that's kind of unprogrammable. And that's why you're a more discerning consumer. And that's why you continue to tune into the show and work with me. So if you haven't yet worked with me one-on-one, -on -one, I warmly invite you to book your one-on-one -on -one skin and rejuvenation consultation session with me, where I will provide you with a at-home and in-clinic plan and use promo code podcast 15 for 15% off of your session with me. Spring Skin Camp is also happening right now. I invite you to join whether you're a new or existing client of mine. Registration is open now at springskincamp.com. Lesson one, I literally show you how to wash your face, perform facial gua sha, apply your products, talk about nuances of when you're applying your products. I show you how to apply a really easy makeup tutorial. That is what I use on screen here. And last week we talked about travel tips for your product. So like what you should be taking on like a day trip, what you should be taking on say like an overnighter. And if you're doing a little bit more of an extended trip, what are the types of products you should be taking? What do you maybe want to avoid if you're getting more exposure to the elements, the great outdoors, the sunshine? We talked about sunless tanners and all sorts of really cool stuff. So the skin camps are where you get that like super in-depth specific product knowledge, product guidance, and also my latest updates. So a lot of my clients, uh, if you're new working with me, I recommend basically every one-on-one -on -one client of mine actually take at least one skin camp program. And I offer these skin camp programs seasonally because every season, 
fall, winter, spring, summer, there are necessary adjustments to make in your routine based on what your skin's trying to tell you. And also just basically we kind of live life slightly differently throughout the summer. And there are also different skin and rejuvenation options that are better suited for the fall, winter versus the spring, summer and vice versa. Also in my world, there are updates all of the time and you're going to get the straight up insight from me through my one-on-one -on -one session and through skin camp. So I just wanted to clarify that if you haven't yet downloaded my ebook, unlocking your vitality, that is basically my notes from the playbook of my most vibrant and radiant clients, typically men and women aged 60 to 90, what they are doing to age impossibly well, what their various body, mind, spirit, and energy practices look like that allows them to be the incredible, vibrant, radiant human that they are. You can apply all of the most expensive skincare products in the world, have all of the most expensive skin and rejuvenation treatments in the world. But if you're not focusing on the body, mind, spirit, energy optimization part of it, slash adding some biohacking, which I cover biohacking in one-on-one -on -one sessions and also in skin camps quite extensively, especially when it comes to the biohacking options pertaining to cellular metabolism, cellular health, and slowing your aging from the inside out. This is very scientific. It's, it can be quite technical. So I literally hold your hand and break it down for you. Some of you tuning into the show are like pretty advanced biohackers. Some of you are pretty new or you have no idea what biohacking is. And basically we can take charge of our biology through different devices or lifestyle practices to support our body, mind, spirit, energy, so that we are going to be our most highly functioning versions of ourselves. We're gonna look better, we're gonna feel better, and we're gonna interact with people, places, and things around us in a more graceful, high vibe, radiant way. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show on the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm thrilled to have you joining me here today and this amazing community. Um, you all make my world go round. Be sure to subscribe to the show, share this episode with a friend or family member. And if you book a one-on-one -on -one session with me, then sure, I'll 100% relay the peptide that I'm talking about. Uh, but stay tuned because I'm going to be giving these updates uh, exclusively to my one-on-one -on -one clients and my skin campers so that if there are products that you are using at home and you're not sure if the ingredients are safe enough, <laughs> that's actually part of my one-on-one -on -one service where you bring your skincare products to our online call and I actually live go through which products you should be maybe phasing out or stop using completely or you can carry on with because uh, there's a lot of things that are making its way into the big C, big Cosmo world that are kind of stemming from the big P world, especially because different ingredients and chemicals are taken from the big P manufacturing world and then utilized because of various properties or inexpensiveness of filler ingredients, then they make their way into the big C world. So this is all connected. And when you understand that everything is connected, you are going to have the greatest chance possible at being your own sovereign self. All right. We're going to end today's episode with that sentiment. 
be beautiful, be radiant, look after yourself, and enjoy the rest of your day. And thanks for tuning in here on the Rachel Varga Podcast.